0: This is so stressful for Chili. Hold, hold on, hold on a second. Good Lord, Chad is squirrely as mess today. Uh, hey, is that video camera? Did you clean the SD card on it so it's got enough memory to record? I put the old SD card in it. That does podcast. I didn't clear it off. You didn't? Well, we were. Well, it should still have enough. <laughs> you right. told me not to clear them off. That you would take it off and put it on your. Back up. Well, I was just thinking we did bo's episode the other day. That was about four hours of video, but that thing lasts for about nine hours, I think. So it should be good. Just y'all look, man. Listen, first you of got all, to stop pawing everything off on me. Y'all got y'all look, everyone, welcome to the Three Seven Podcast. We're back in here today with uh Chili Blake and uh Chad, me. And um I, I just went up to get a coffee and I told these fools here to get to work. When I left to go get coffee, I said, get to work. And so I come back from getting coffee, and I expect them to have the lighting set up, the, at least the camera in position, and be ready to sit down and record a podcast. I walk in here. Blake's got just crap spread all over the, the podcasting table here, working on his shotgun. Chili's just sit. I don't know what Chili's doing. Just working. existing.
1: Nothing, <laughs> Chili was working.
0: Nothing is ready to record the podcast. Uh, I change my own oil. I do my own work. Hey, y'all get everything set up because all I want to do is sit down and talk. I do it all myself. Look, man, this is what I have to live with every day. Uh, hey, at least we had a full head count at PT this morning. Yeah,
1: all three of us.
0: Yeah. We broke. Yeah. We broke some laws, though. Well, how, how did we? We learned Chili likes to throw rocks and fish when he's drunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he got sideways this morning. <laughs> Been hitting out <that> whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, <laughs> I mean,
1: what do, what do you say did, to that?
0: Y'all did good this morning, by the way. I was proud of y'all. Y'all actually got out ahead of me a time or two. Of course, it is race week i'm i'm not you know pushing i'm just out there spinning we just took a nice little mountain bike ride um i was proud of y'all for blake i was just proud of you for showing up i didn't even (laughs) care if you did anything or not at least you showed up well i'm glad you um got something to blame that pitiful effort you put out this morning on you flaked out about two miles in (laughs) pizzled out yeah (laughs) breathing not, hard. He's resting. I've been known to pizzle when I'm in recu- <laughs> when I'm in uh taper, taper mode. mode. Then he wanted to take a break and he stops and starts to act like he had something to talk about. Right here is where we would do the out and back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh Oh. By the way, yeah. Speaking of that, we're working on putting together a race for you guys, a 50k out on our training grounds, um, so that. We, we've got some paperwork to fill out for that. We're shooting for September 11th. No guarantees yet. We don't have the permit in hand, but it is something that we're looking at doing. Uh, it, again, it's race week. Midstate mile is is uh, on Saturday. Kicks off Saturday at 8 a.m., I think. It's the start time. Uh, you know, it's a funny because everybody's asking me, everybody that's coming out is asking me, how can I help you? How can I help you? And I appreciate that, right? But look, man, the reason I run is because it's so dang simple. I'm like, you know, I I don't, I don't really need no help. I mean, I'd appreciate y'all. I appreciate your company, but, uh, you know, I might, I might ask you to go get me a piece of toast or something, maybe, but, um, I, I just, I was telling Blake, uh, I was telling Blake the other day, I remember being at Big's backyard out there at Laz's house a couple of years back, and Johan Steen, which was the race winner that year, he beat Courtney DeWalter. Uh, re- his flight had arrived late from Sweden. He's from Sweden, and um, he didn't, He, I think they had it had, his baggage had got screwed up or something. He didn't have any of his, he, all he had was his running shoes and the clothes he was wearing, and I remember watching Johan. I think he ran 260-something miles at that race that year to win. And uh, Laz Laz had given him an old a old lawn chair and a wool blanket like you get issued in boot camp. <laughs> and so Johan would come in off his loop. He'd sit down on his chair. He'd pull his wool blanket up over his head. And I he had him a little bit of food there that he had borrowed from somebody, bananas and whatnot. And he, about the thirty second whistle would come off. He'd come out from under his wool blanket, get up, go run the loop, come back, get back under the wool blanket. Yeah. It, it that's what I love about running is it doesn't require is any extra gear. It's not a big production. It's it's just uh, such a simplistic form of um, of competition, right? Which is what what I'm looking forward to and in the race. Most of all, uh, I think another thing people don't understand, or, or maybe their mindsets a little different than mine. Uh, I've told you guys before, I lo- I love to strive against people, other people, and even against myself internally. And that's really a big aspect of racing for me is it, it gives me an arena to do that, right? For me, it's not about the win. It's, it's not about the, the, uh, the the race it's not about speed it's about striving against other human beings um, and uh, um, I don't I don't know I, I hate to call it mortal combat because surely none of us will die but <laughs> you talk about the old the old game and but, show mortal pushing, combat yeah <laughs> but, I mean it, it but it it, it is essentially a, a type of combat between mortals. At, at least this specific type of format. It's just over and over and over again. It is not, you know, there's no finish line. So uh, we're pumped about that. You know, it, last year was a great race. We're not trying to rep, replicate the what happened last year. I don't think you can replicate what happened last year, but uh, you just go into it with really no expectations and, um, and just let it unfold and see what happens. What, are you, How are you guys going to be covering that?
1: yeah we we want to you know the people that can't be there we want to give y'all i guess as much access as we can so we're gonna we're gonna be putting stuff out potentially on youtube uh live streaming stuff there the 307 uh project email but primarily email (laughs) email. (laughs) instagram page sorry but the primary way we're gonna be you know if you want to follow along just uh, eight o'clock, you said, Central yeah. Time. Starting that, starting on Saturday at that time. Uh, follow Chad's Instagram. We'll be posting constant updates there. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't guess we'll promise any regularity to him, but you know, as much as we can. And
0: well, I imagine as the as the event unfolds and it gets it gets bet you know yeah. the, the longer it goes the better it is yeah as the events on you know as it unfolds you guys will probably begin to yeah cover it on a more consistent basis but yeah. you guys are primarily just going to use my instagram page yep yeah and then be mostly on there yeah and post some you know maybe if you guys get some bonus footage or something you can throw it out right on three or seven or or uh or the youtube channel yep that sounds awesome um I'll tell you what, man. Old Chili, he's getting quite famous uh, off of this podcast. That, um, I don't want that. He is really getting quite famous. I keep seeing his name pop up all over the place. Are they calling him? Are they calling him Chili or Noah? They're calling him Chili.
1: They're probably calling me dumb. That's probably what. Nah. Um, hey, that idiot. That idiot you got sitting in there in between you.
0: I, I love it, man. I love it. Uh, let's see. I, I know a couple of people have mentioned Chili here in the uh, in the reviews. <laughs> oh, here we go. Poor Chili. This is a review on Apple <laughs> Podcast Player where, again, we appreciate you guys leaving us these reviews. It helps the show grow. Um, this one is from Garnard. G-A-R-N-A-R-D, Garnard. This is Garnard. Thank you for this review titled Poor Chili. Thanks, guys. I always enjoy your show, and I look forward to each new episode. But I feel bad for Poor Chili, though, having so much trouble with the PT sessions and all. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff in here. I'm just glad to see Chili is... Uh, is you know, people people are learning who he is. What do you say for yourself? What do you have to say for yourself about getting famous?
1: I don't like it, y'all. I, need, I need, I've said it many times. I need to just be more in the background, behind the scenes kind of deal. No one needs to know Chili's name.
0: Well, one day you'll get to where you're able to actually, you know, according to Grenard, be able to keep up.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Let me address <laughs> that. PT. Let me address that.
0: You'll be able to run, and maybe maybe win some races. You know. <laughs>
1: Let me address that, poor Chili. Well, I agree with you. It's it's sad, but no need to feel bad for me. I'm all right. I mean, I know what I, I know how he is. I mean, he's he's got he just got to win at something. So I can be the dummy that he beats up on in morning PT.
0: Well, that's how we strengthen his mindset. You know, everyone's looking for the secret sauce. Really, we just hold back. Help. Make me feel good about yeah. my buddies. No, Don't
1: feel bad for poor Chili. I know how he is.
0: Well, there there were a bunch of more th- reviews on here that mentioned chili, but for my, my iPhone has done some kind of update. And for some reason I'm I, I'm scrolling through the reviews and it's stopping. Um my <laughs> at June, like, no, June 7th. I, I don't know why this thing has done this, but pure junk. Yeah. Thank you guys for those. Well, they had to update it because I'm sure they want to gather there's some new thing I'm sure in the privacy policy where they can gather more intelligence on what everyone on earth is
1: doing well, they've already got all that
0: oh yeah they've got it all but they're just getting more son <laughs> I mean it's probably activated some sensor in this phone where they're probably streaming our podcast live right now somewhere um, I'm sure we're on the we're on the list of people to watch without a doubt Um but yeah, thank you guys for leaving those reviews. We really appreciate it. Uh, also, thank you guys, uh, Team Eleven. Thank you guys for coming out uh, and and just crushing the basic course this past weekend. This was the annual basic course, the one year anniversary, um, and, and oh my gosh, just I mean, I was I was a hundred percent satisfied with that team. I think it challenged a lot of them uh, in ways that they didn't expect, which was perfect, because that's what we want the basic course to be about. It's not meant to be just a physical challenge, although it is physically hard. I don't care how good a shape you're in, um, but it, it may not destroy you if you're a you know ultra runner or, or endurance athlete. It'll be hard enough. You're going to know it at the end of the day. You're going to oh, yeah. know you've done something, but um, our, uh, our honor woman was Gina. She was selected by our team as honor woman. Just an unbelievable show of grit, positive mindset, uh, it, and uh, we got to we got to baptize Gina in the river down there um, by her request and. You know, this is one of the coolest things about the basic course, I think a lot of people listen to this and say, I don't know if I want to come to that. They're baptizing people. Well, the, the basic course is, uh, you, look, we take all comers at the basic course. So you can be an atheist. You can be uh, whatever, a, a, a homosexual. You can be a, 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 a brand-new Christian. You can be somebody that's um, been serving within the body of Christ for 30 years. It doesn't matter to us. You can be a Muslim. Uh, a Jew, we've had we've had some Orthodox Jews out on the course. Uh, it doesn't discriminate. We share the things that we share, and we share the truth about Scripture uh, in those aspects because that is who we are, and we share the truths of Scripture that can be utilized by anybody and everybody uh, in order to work in their lives while we're out on the basic course. So, the basic course is not a Bible study. Don't right. don't get me wrong; it's not a Bible study. But we share who we are um, because we think that's a, that's, it would be a disservice not to. Yeah. But yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, We got a couple slots left in November that aren't, that haven't filled up yet, but pretty much booked out on that through, through November. We'll be releasing the 2022 dates. I'd say before long, as soon as I get that November course booked up. All right well let's dig into this show i'm the only one that knows what we're talking about today as usual it wouldn't matter anyways if if uh if it was up to blake and chili they just would get on here and not say anything
1: um well usually like you said usually we don't you're the only one that knows and then we're accosted
0: well, you for know, not
1: <laughs> for not being able to fill up an hour and a half. A...
0: You know what? The problem is, you guys, you got I told y'all that y'all need to start. And you you guys know we're doing a podcast today, so you should have some stuff that you want to talk about. Well, I <laughs> usually do, but I don't ever get the chance because you sit over a motor mouth the whole time. And can't nobody get a word in. You only want us to have content ready whenever you got to look something up or spit in your cup or take a dang drink of coffee. B-roll. Y'all B-roll content. Yeah. The filler. B-roll on your head. Well, you know, first thing I want to talk about is... is um. Hold on, hold on. I've got something I'm going to talk about. No. Where are you going, man? i got to get my book right here. What? You can't say you want something. You got something to talk about, but you got to get up and get your darn book. Man. L- let's talk about this first, and then you can talk about your your stuff in your book here in a minute. This is important, all right. This is important. To I I, I want to address the the ability to separate sin from persons. Okay, I want to address that because I think a lot of people are really confused. And, and I see the confusion when I make a post like this last post that I made talking about the rainbow and what it actually represents and, and essentially um, saying, it's pri- so it's Pride Month. First of all, the LGBTQs have hijacked the word pride, and they can have it. They can have that word, right? But I'm coming out to say that the symbol of this of the rainbow that is used by that community uh, rep- is is used to represent the word pride. You can't use hashtag pride on Instagram without it being in rainbow. The whole word has been hijacked. That's fine with me. I don't want it. Pride specifically leads to destruction. They're using the rainbow, which was a which is representative of a covenant that that God made with us that says he won't destroy life on earth ever again by water. All right? So they're using that symbol that's actually rep- a representation of God's promise not to destroy. They're using that symbol to represent a word that actually leads to destruction. Pride will lead to destruction. And, you know, it's quite obvious where... Uh, where the Bible stands on the 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 issues of the LGBT whatever community Q community, it's quite it, 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 there, there's no gray area there, um, and therefore it's quite obvious where we stand because we proclaim that the Bible is the the ultimate standard, um, and, and it's it's not up for interpretation ours or anybody else's. So, I think what what happens is, is people think that uh, after I make a post like this, taking a biblical stance, I think people think, well, daggone, Chad must hate homosexuals. Chad must hate queer people. Look, let's just say, Chad must hate people that are living in perversion. It's what it is. It's sexual perversion. It's all types of sexual perversion. Well that is untrue because what christ did and what he allows us to do when christ comes into your heart he actually gives you the ability to be more like him because he's living in you right and so it's extremely easy for me to literally love and care for someone that is living in sexual perversion. It is, it's easy for me to invite them into my home, to break bread with them. As a matter of fact, sometimes the company, just interpersonal conversation is better with the people that are living in sexual perversion than it is with the rest of the crowd. I, that, I, I'm saying this because we, when we were at our grandfather's funeral the other day, we had Johnny and uh, what was the other guy's name? It wasn't Buck. I didn't know he had anybody there with him. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. had his boyfriend there with him. All right, so these are these are some uh, uh, homosexual men that are in our family. They're freaking awesome. I spent the whole time at the funeral home sitting around cutting up with them because yeah. they're just cool they're cool people man they don't what what makes them cool is they don't give a crap they've learned not they've really learned to stop giving a crap what other people <laughs> say about yeah. them because they've lived this this perpetual lifestyle uh you know lifestyle that that is um you know not accepted well I guess it used to be not accepted it is kind of accepted now but um anyways, I just want to make it clear that, like, I don't. I actually have the opposite of hate for people living in sexual perversion. Whether you're a glutton, a drunk, a drug addict, I, in my heart, Jesus has shown me to that that you can separate sin from persons. Right Now, now, you know, you come to the question of well what about you know there were multiple comments of uh, homosexual couples attending churches and how great of people they were and all this and that if you are if you are living in sexual perversion yes you should have every right to attend church heck yeah man yes come come spend time with me come to the proving grounds come to the basic course like look now Here's the line. I'm never going to condone that lifestyle. I'm not going to condone it, but I'm going to love you and pour into you and treat you just like I would treat any other human being. This is the solution to hatred. All right. The heart of Christ. This is the solution to us hating each other for being different. Now we're not going to condone the sin. I actually do hate the sin. I think is, is is it is extremely destructive. I think you can look at the the statistics and see sins like alcoholism, sins like gluttony, sins like sexual perversion of all types are extremely destructive on the mind and body. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's interesting to me. They they say that the LGBTQ community is more than 3 times likely to have suicide um 4 or 5 times more likely to suffer from anxiety and depression and and people say well that's because they're being persecuted in society I'm like no man that's the fruits of the lifestyles they're living mm-hmm. Christians have been persecuted throughout the course of the last 2020 something years all over the earth we don't have our suicide rates not 3 times higher? Yeah. Like no, it's it's a direct fruit of that lifestyle. And people say, "What is the difference between say alcoholism, gluttony, and sexual perversion?" And now I'm not being legalistic here, all right? But this is a question that comes up. What are the what is the difference between these lifestyle sins and then something like lying? Because people use that against me all the time. They say, "Well, Chad, you told a lie." You're a sinner just like everybody else. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. The Bible says there are none that are righteous. None. When I sin, it points me back to the fact that I need Jesus and the blood of Christ to wash me clean every single day. The difference is when I lie, cheat, I've never stolen that I can remember, but let's just say if I lied, if I cheated and I, or I stole one day, I'm going to hate the fact that I did that, right? And the Bible also calls us to repent and be baptized for the remission of sins. Repentance means when you do something wrong, it means you should feel some conviction about it. You should hate the fact that you just did something wrong. Mm -hmm. And you should turn away from it and do everything that you can possibly do to do better. That's what that means. Now, these lifestyle sins that that we've discussed, these sins are sins that you live in every minute of every hour of every day. And these sins, a lot of times, are sins that the people that are living those lifestyles have convinced themselves that there's nothing wrong with it which is the exact opposite of repentance. Mm-hmm. That is the difference in a lifestyle sin and a single If you are living in this perpetual lifestyle of sin, and you've convinced yourself there's nothing wrong with it, and you just carry on in it, it's going to be bad for you. Well, and it's not even the, the sin that is distinguishing in it, because you could be... You could live in the lifestyle sin of lying, cheating, and stealing too. Perpetually, yeah. Yeah, it's it, the repentance part. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the issue there. I mean, the other ones, if you're going to do it, you've got. I mean, you about got to live in it, you know. Uh, whereas lying, cheating, and stealing could be a something that happens because in the heat of the moment, if yeah. you will. But if you choose to just continually do that, I don't know that the consequences will be as great as. The other three that you named off. But you're still gonna have some of the same effects, you know. That's right. That's right. I mean, I, I don't know why people can't see this, man. Like, you know, I, I don't I don't know why I don't know why you can't see the, 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 the difference in the lines the the lines between those two things, right? Um, it is impossible to live and condone a lifestyle of homosexual behavior and still be in a mindset of repentance, which means turn away from the bad stuff you're doing and follow Jesus and what he told you to do as best you possibly could. It, it can't happen it, it, yeah. it why don't y'all see this? And you say why Chad why, why are you adamant about this specific thing of Pride month right? and it's because it keeps it it gets shoved down my throat and so when you try to when you try to eat me tell me to eat a poo sandwich and i know it's poo i'm going to tell you no it's poo i'm not eating that sandwich i'm just going to go ahead and tell you <laughs> so that i just wanted to explain that guys and i want to give you an example of christ right here where he does exactly what we're talking about doing where he was in a situation where he was dealing with a sinful human, right? But he separated the sin from the human, and he did not condemn the person, but he condemned the sin. This is what Christ did. Now, this is where the Pharisees come to Jesus. This is uh, John chapter 8, starting, I guess, at verse 1. The Pharisees come to Jesus and say, Jesus, here's a woman. We just literally found her in the midst of the act of adultery. And they say, Jesus, you know, the law of Moses says we should stone this woman. All right? So, Jesus, what does Jesus say? They continue to ask him. He lifted himself up and said to them, He that is without sin among you, let him cast a stone at her. All right, so there we go back to the fact that, yeah, that's right, none of us, there's not one that is righteous, and he just stoops down and starts writing on the ground, which I think is pretty cool, <laughs> and uh, when they heard it, they begin to feel convicted by their own conscience. They went out one by one, beginning with the oldest, even unto the last, and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself and he saw none but the woman, he said unto her, woman, where are thine accusers? Hath, hath no man condemned thee? She said, "No man, Lord." And Jesus said unto her, "Neither do I condemn thee. Go, and sin no more." This is what we're talking about. This is what this is how we feel. Jesus said, "Lady, I don't condemn you." Same here. That's the way I feel. Lady, man, I don't condemn you as a person, but go and sin no more. Which means I don't condemn you as a person, but I don't condone your actions. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. I mean, that's that's the perfect example to follow. There ain't, there ain't much else you can say about it. Yeah, you got. I'm sure Tilly's got something he can say about it.
1: Well, I mean... I don't know the the number one reason that people continually offer as a uh explanation, justification, whatever you want to call it, is they say that uh if you want to get specific on homosexuality or whatever a thing of that nature that they would say that they were born that way, so that would be the the explanation or justification for that for living in that sin. And I I think sometimes having this conversation, it would be remiss not to even address that just because that has been offered so much. And once again, a lot of times we offer simple explanations to to some of the things that are most hotly debated, but I mean, really it's to us, that's just a simple answer like other stuff is we're all born sinners. I mean, I don't, you know,
0: sin feels great.
1: Like, a lot of people will debate whether or not people are actually born that way or not. Like, they'll just get so lost in this conversation of, like, well, no, they're not actually born that way. And then people are like, yes, they are. And no, they're not. Yes, they are. I don't want to have that debate. I don't care if they are or not. Go ahead. Say they are. It's still wrong. There you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care whether they were or not. I was born a lot of things that are wrong and <laughs> <Yeah, the>, pervert.
0: <laughs> the Bible doesn't say don't be a homosexual unless you were born,
1: born that, that way. I mean, yeah.
0: Repentance is hard sometimes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah. I don't, I've never got lost trying to argue people up the road that it, that you weren't actually born that way. I don't, maybe you were. I mean, I don't, I, you can have your own thoughts on that, but my point is, is either way, it doesn't matter. I mean, that it doesn't, doesn't matter if you are or not, it's still wrong. So
0: that's a great point, Chili. It really is. Um, Yeah. And, and, and I mean, another thing I, I think people don't quite understand, like, Chad, why are you? Why would you speak out against something like this? Or why? Why would you even? Why would you even mention? Why? Why do this? It, it's going to hurt people's feelings. Well, if nobody, if nobody is is standing up and and like drawing a line in the sand between right and wrong, if everybody just quits doing that, which dang near has happened, uh. it's nothing, nothing works. Like, you know what I mean? It's like people, um, yeah, I mean, that's just, I I stand up for it because I see that there is a need for some, because here's the thing. I think that, and we've had this discussion, Chili, around the topic specifically of sexual perversion of saying, you know, I think the majority of our nation at this point, actually believe that it's okay to live in sexual perversion, which, by the way, is is a is a ridiculous lifestyle, even biologically.
1: Yeah, we've if, about if I that.
0: argued against this uh, outside the confines of the Bible, I could create a great argument against sexual perversion lifestyles. Um, but we said, I think the majority of the people actually believe it's okay, and and I and I had to re- rebut you by saying. No, I think the majority of the people dealing with the topic of sexual perversion know in their heart that it's not right. Yeah, that it's just it's it's just weird. Like there's something there's something wrong with it. Now now the the reason that 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 hasn't went anywhere is because you can't question it. Like in society today, you can't even question. If, if you say if you come out and you say you know this this sexual perversion stuff whatever it is saying you're a boy and you're a girl or, or, or sleeping with someone of the same sex trying to trying to do that I, that's not even a thing it's impossible um, <laughs> um, people people are like man there's something off about that. But I I don't know who to ask if that's really right or wrong. You can't question it. Yeah, you you will get hammered into the freaking ground if you even question it, man.
1: Well, I think it's interesting that this is one of the most like contentious topics to talk about, but no one ever has an intelligent conversation about it. Like people will just bring up these random thoughts here and there. Like what you were just talking about, you addressed it. Purely in the context of what is right and what is wrong. Yeah. Right. There's also discussions around this topic about from a, in a, in the United States and the government compelling. Like some people, they always say, well, why do you care what other people do? Um, you know, don't you think people should be able to, you do you, I do me, you know, that kind of thing. And, I mean, from my perspective, I've said it a million times, I don't think, like, I think we should live in a country where you have the freedom to do things that I disagree with, right? Uh, Yeah, exactly. But but that does not mean that I still, that that I then think that it is okay for you to do those things. Yeah. Like, I don't think that you, I I think it is wrong to live a homosexual lifestyle or whatever sexual perversion you want to name, but I don't think we should... Like, I don't think you should be...
0: Create laws against them.
1: Create laws where you're invading people's homes. I mean, that just yeah. leads down a bad... Agreed, 100%. So, 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 yeah, I hold those views simultaneously. Same here. You know, but it's a lot of times people don't... Like, if you hear you... They hear you denounce it. They think that you want the government to go round them up or something. I mean, no, that, no that's not... What,
0: <laughs> I, I literally served in the military for 12 years of right. my life to... Oh man, I hate even. I I I don't even want to talk about the actual meaning of freedom. I served in the military (laughs) twelve years of my life to preserve a free nation that is the United States of America, uh, or the idea of a free nation that is the United States of America. Literally, part of that is is being able to be homosexual if you want. Right, just do it. Don't shove it down my freaking throat, man. Just go do it. Like I don't. I'm I'm not going to condone it. Exactly but in society yes you have every right to do that yeah you start shoving it down my throat and you start teaching it to my niece and nephew that all that crap's okay you, okay you start teaching that type of stuff I'm gonna come at you son yeah I'm gonna come at
1: you and you should we should I mean everybody who yeah I mean we, we've we've let it go down a, a, I mean it, it's it's well advanced into the acceptance phase, like we talked about. I don't know how many what everybody if you polled everybody what their positions are on it.
0: And I don't really care about a secular yeah. position. I yeah. care about the Church of Christ position on it because yeah. this is this is what this is what concerns me. Yeah. Well, you can't right. hold. We've said before you can't hold someone else accountable to what the Bible says if they're not if they're not following it. Right. It, yeah. So so you can only look at what. The body of christ says about it and you know we talked the other day about you said people had asked you why come out against this and not some other sin and it's because people agree that murdering is wrong people agree that lying and stealing are Al- wrong even alcoholism drug addiction yeah gluttony everybody says um, that but you come to the this topic of sexual perversion and now people are telling you it's right. So you have to come out against it yeah. and and say what's right and what's wrong according to what we believe. And-
1: I mean, this was a good time to address it because it's Pride Month. It's a good time to address where you stand on that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. Like, you know, it's being paraded around and, like you said, shoved down your throat. So it's good to – I thought it was a timely moment to – you know, address where, where you stand on it. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's being really pushed and really, I don't know a better phrase other than forced down your throat. Um, and I, you know, I think you, that's the stuff that you, you're, if you neglect to address that stuff, it, it'll just, It'll, it will will it overwhelm society. It will overwhelm you if you don't push back against. I mean, because that's the attack vectors that are being used right now. So yeah. that's the most important ones to talk about.
0: Well, I, I think that was a great conversation just to clear that up for everybody that we have the heart of Christ. Thank God he's imparted that to us because we've chose to repent, to turn and follow him. And we've chose to ask him to be our king our master, our savior, we have completely submitted ourselves unto him. Therefore, he lives in us. That's the unique thing about Jesus. He claims to live in you through his Holy Spirit. Um, we, and We understand this, how to separate sin from persons. And we want you to understand it too. This is the solution to hating each other.
1: And let me say, I didn't, me, Chili, personally, didn't used to do that. I was, I had a lot of hate in my heart for certain things. And, uh, yeah, I've definitely, definitely changed from that. That was, a, uh, I mean, there's, I won't get into this, but there's instances in my family. I mean, one of the biggest divisions that has ever happened, and it was incredibly sad for me to, well, not really watch as it happened. More watch the aftermath of. Just based on how old I am, um, but someone in our family uh, being homosexual caused a, a divide that I mean, it just ate the souls out of the people in our family and caused. Man, it's sad for me to think about like the relationships that were lost and and everything else, and and a lot of that was the result of people. That didn't just hate the sin, but hated the person because, Mm -hmm. and man, that was hard. It's hard for me to even think about how some, I mean, I get it. There's some people that are, that are homosexual that are treated real bad and that's not going to help them. It's not. I mean, that's, I don't know. It's, uh. I hate that you know when they when they are treated that way, and I think that's why there is this response of this we want we want to parade it you know and every it's okay, but you have to stand the ground and say no, we don't want you to be treated badly, but we don't want you to think that what you're doing is okay. You Amen. shouldn't be proud about it. Yeah, I mean, Amen. so I don't know. I mean, yeah. So this is personal to me. It's probably personal to everybody now. Almost. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got to and. And and probably is yeah man I mean yeah just it can tear a family apart and but
0: here's the solution the heart of Christ is is the solution you know and and like you said Chili we all slip on that sometimes we all sometimes choose to go our own way and I pray for the heart of Christ on a regular basis um you know and and and, you know you talk about family members uh, I I I see the same thing I mean on this uh, on one of these posts I made the other day. Uh, One of my close family members uh, came out and and wrote a a very um, negative uh, comment attacking me, calling me names. And uh, she did the right thing. She went and deleted the comment, not before I saw it. And uh, she went back and deleted it. And I'm thinking, you know, I, I get it, man. Like, I can't speak for her. But she probably does not like me. But I love her. Yeah. But can I expect her to be able to love me back if she hasn't received this heart of Christ? This is a hard, This is so hard, man. Well, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm... The people in my family that hated this person... I mean, they hated him for that. And that's, I mean, it also shows the sin that is hate. Yeah. That's what it shows. And I think both need to be addressed in this topic is there's, there's the sin of the sexual perversion that's going on. And then the reason that they feel justified sometimes is the hate that they get for it as people. Yes. And, Man, that is that is the biggest failure of Christians in this whole controversy is the hate that we give to the people because th- they have legitimate arguments when they say, well, y'all hate us. Yeah. So we need to make it clear. I, that was better than I even expected this conversation because you need to make it clear. I mean... It, how you feel about them as people too and and you'll never f- be able to fully do that they they may always feel attacked if you say what they're doing is wrong that's that is what it is i don't really like that phrase but it just if if that's how they feel they're going to feel that way but i don't i don't you know i don't hate them i don't hate anybody if i do i that's a problem with me yes and that's a sin that i'm yeah living in Amen. if you want to say so
0: hate will yeah, eat you up son. and we all yeah.
1: and we all feel the same way about it, so yeah so not to neglect the uh sin of hate either
0: yeah hate will eat you up man from from the inside out mm-hmm. it really will it'll just harden your heart and just eat you up from the inside out i've had to deal with it on and off my whole life um it, until i have really uh Stayed in the Word, drawn close to Jesus, He drove the hate out of my heart when He came into my heart. Um, you know, so I think it's a very valuable topic to discuss. You got anything else you want to say on that, Blake? Mm-mm. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope it provided some clarification. Uh, I wanted, I, I wanted to just go ahead and and tell you guys something that I'm struggling with right now, continuously struggling with and uh not to go down any any rabbit holes with anything but you know i've been asked i've been told by people you don't need to come out and tell you don't need to you don't need to talk to this about your about this to your audience and and this is this podcast is not a place for me to vent I'm tying this back into biblical context. All right. So I'm not here to vent. This is to show you and tell you something that I am personally struggling with right now. And even though I've been told not to bring this up on the podcast, I'm going to bring it up because I told you guys, I was going to be real with you from the beginning and I'm not going to hold back from you something I'm struggling with and something that I am really struggling with here lately is this whole situation about the tax stuff and, um, it, it it's it's welled up a lot of uh, a lot of anger is really the word in me. Uh, I mean, I even got frustrated and angry with Blake yesterday on the phone <laughs> when you know we we were told yesterday that that we owed a significant amount of money for our quarterly tax thing, and you know I I have I have not been able to yet reconcile with. The fact that I feel like I'm literally being robbed. All right. So, what did I do last night? This, this is, I'm, guys, I'm serious. I, I am struggling with this topic, uh, struggling with this process. And I, I went to scripture last night. I was up till probably midnight last night after Brooke went to bed. I made it, made it a point to come and just, you know, by no means have I, have I really searched this out to the, to the very, to the very end, but I went back to scripture to just kind of have an understanding. This whole, I know what I'm feeling is not unique to me. People have been feeling this since currency was created. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, (sighs) obviously when we talk about this subject of, uh, of taxes, I don't know if any of y'all, any the rest of y'all, feel this or not. This frustration and anger that I feel. Obviously, the 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 verse that comes immediately to mind to most Christians it's a it's accounted in in every one of the Gospels Matthew Mark Luke and John I think almost all of the accounts of this are uh, of 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 um uh, of this specific incident are uh, recounted almost exact word for word in all the Gospels, which is pretty interesting because most account in, in, each, in each Gospel book, uh, the details are a little different because they're seen from a different perspective by the writer mm-hmm. of the Gospel, either Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. This one is pretty much the same throughout. and, and We'll read the, the version uh, of this instance out of Luke chapter 20. Um, starting well, really starting in verse 19, and it's uh, it's this is Jesus's response to taxes, basically or tribute money, all right. And so this sect of the Pharisees comes to Jesus, and they're trying to trap him with this question. Essentially, they ask him and say, "Master, we know that thou sayest and teacheth." Rightly, neither acceptest, acceptest thou the person of any, but teachest the way of God truly. And that was an interesting thing about Jesus. Jesus didn't uh, recognize any individual, like, personal power, right? He, he didn't, he, he just saw people as people. And they said, is it lawful for us to give tribute unto Caesar or no? Tribute here is talking about paying tax unto Caesar, and Jesus uh, perceived their craftiness craftiness, and he said unto them, Why do you tempt me? And then he says, Show me a penny, whose image and subscription hath it? And they answered him and said, Caesar's. So Jesus said, Show me a, a penny, a coin, a denarius, I think it was a it was a tribute coin. Um, and he said, Whose picture's on that coin? penny there. They said Caesar's. So he turned it around on them and he asked them a question. They said, "Can should we pay or not?" He said, "Well, whose image is on there?" And so then he said to them, "Render therefore unto Caesar the things which be Caesar's, and unto God the things which be God's." And they could not take hold of his words before the people, and they marveled at his answer and held their peace. Um, To go in and break that verse down, I did a lot of reading. There's a lot of articles published uh, around, around this specific account right here. And you can really read into that. Uh, and I think, I don't know if you want to say draw a deeper meaning of it, but have a better picture of the coin, the specific coin he asked for, of the image of Caesar on the coin, uh, of, the, of the subscription on the coin, describing Caesar as a god, right? Um, and then understanding this coinage that is printed and manufactured by the government in that time was the Roman government, now in this time is our government, is a fiat currency, it has no actual value. They the the government actually does own it. It has no actual it, it has no value other than what they say it's worth. They print it, they make it, they put it into circulation, and they're the ones that say it has value. They actually do own it. Yeah. <laughs> uh and, and and here God or Jesus says, give, render unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things which are God. And, you know, I still haven't quite reconciled, but I thought, you know, maybe I should do the same thing that Jesus did as, I, as I'm as i having trouble here with, uh, with this whole thing of feeling like I'm literally being robbed by criminals. I feel like criminals are robbing me. And so I say, well, Jesus said, look at that coin. Here I have one of every bill here. A 1, a 5, a 10, a 20, and a 100. And I think in a later episode, we're going to break down really what is on these bills. But just an initial glance here, whose image is on this dollar? George Washington. Whose image is on this 5? Abraham Lincoln. Whose image is on this 10? Thomas Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton, my bad. Um, Whose image is on this 20? Jackson. Whose image is on this 100? Benjamin Franklin. Um, we even look at the backs of these things. I mean, there's some weird stuff on this (laughs) money, man. There's some weird stuff on this money. You look at the back of this $1 bill right here and I don't even understand what's going on here, man. I mean, there's some weird crap on the back of this $1 bill. And another thing, as I studied this topic last night, I came to the realization, um, that historically, Fiat currency or money that is printed by governments has actually been the number one um, means of what did I call it? The number one means of um, where they're uh, they're like promoting their agenda.
1: Oh, propaganda.
0: Propaganda. Yeah, currency has been used as the number one means of propaganda by governments. Since the Roman Empire, or even probably previous to this, right? Because everyone is handling this. If they want to portray some message, they put it on this money, man. Mm-hmm. And, and because everyone, you got to handle it. And so, you know, the United States of America Federal Reserve note. Who does this belong to? There's the image of George Washington there. Here's some weird pyramid. I'll see an eye with a eyeball on the top of it. (laughs) With some what what is this writing up here? I can't even read it. Here's an eagle that has different things in it.
1: E pluribus unum. Yep. Yeah, that's a Latin phrase means one for many. That was about the idea of forming a nation with many states that formed one nation. So.
0: So, I think I'm gonna do some. Under uh, some some research and, and have a little better understanding of what is on these bills just for fun, and we'll share that with you guys in a latter episode. Um, I still haven't reconciled with this whole topic. I think it's going to take much prayer and uh, much seeking for me to feel completely at peace with being robbed. Um, well,
1: I think what Blake said earlier was great. I mean, if we yeah, give God, I hear what y'all have to say we give those. God what's God's, or we're supposed to, right? And if, like, you know, if you're saying you feel robbed, if it's not ours in the first place, that money, yeah, are, are we really being robbed, you know?
0: Well, yeah, but, you know... No, I'm. I'm. You, you, you know, you can go down the rabbit hole. Like, uh, what? What is God's? What does? Oh yeah, God, all the silver and gold is God's. This oh, yeah. paper money is not God's, All the land is God. You don't own anything. You're a slave. If 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 this house we're in right now, if it was bought and paid for, one hundred percent paid up, and I didn't pay the tax on it from year to year, they would come and steal it from me. Yeah. So you don't. Own, you you are a slave. Um. What do you had to say? I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. These these are. I'm just telling this to you guys, not as I, maybe I am venting a little bit. I probably need to back up, but uh, just to let you know the aspects of it that I am struggling with, coming to terms with. Yeah, I mean the way that I deal with it is that it it it's been this way all my life. I've paid taxes as long as I've worked. I've not accepted it. I mean I'm still. It still aggravates me if I really think on it. But if I think, how much value do I place on the money? Not much. So if someone is going to take something from me, I would assume, I would much rather it be money because it really has not much value to me. As long as I've got enough to make it on, then I'm fine. And if they're going to take some, they're going to take it. That doesn't mean I'm okay with it, but I do what I can to minimize that amount. And I mean, I, I don't dwell on the fact, like if there's not much you can do about it, I doesn't mean I agree with it, but it means why really dig into it? If you don't plan on taking action to try to do something, why really dig into it, waste all that energy, get yourself so worked up, When you could have turned that energy around and used it for something else good, and what Chili was talking about when we was biking earlier, what you know, the way my mind works, if I don't understand something, I try to find something I can relate it to that I do understand, like a metaphor, and it helps me figure it out. So I think the verse you said, "Render to Caesar what Caesar and God's God," so you know our time and really everything we have is God's, and you know we give that time back to him by stewarding it well and it's the same thing with the government's money you know i didn't think about it actually being government property but it is oh yeah and not that they have given it to us the problem is that we have to work to earn that money and then they say well thanks for your work now give me some of that back that you know that's that's, right. that's where the problem lies but yeah I, I i again i don't agree with it but i have accepted the fact that you know it, it's going to happen like it's been happening that way since they needed money for the war, and if they're going to take something, then money is the thing that you need to take. And yeah. when the time is, when it's time to act, you act. But until that point, why dwell on it and get yourself so worked up and waste all that energy? It, I, yeah, I agree. It is something that that I have got to reconcile. Yeah,
1: with. Blake's a wise guy. Yeah, wise man. He's not. Um, he doesn't uh, get too worked up like we do sometimes, but...
0: Well, and, you know, I was talking to Chad about it, and he said, I've got two options. He said, one, I can just not deal with it. And, or two, I can try to reconcile it. And I could, between me and, on the business end, in Brooke, on your personal end, we could 100% shield him from taxes. You might want to do that. But... <laughs> It goes back to the same thing I've shared about kids. All we're doing is all we'd be doing is altering his environment. That's true. And there is still a problem there that needs to be dealt with, and and we're just changing the environment so you don't have to deal
1: with that problem. Better to light a candle than uh, complain about the darkness. That
0: yeah, and you know, we uh, I told Chad this yesterday too that these races and stuff he does, all the physical stuff. Nobody's saying that stuff ain't hard. I, I mean, it's hard. But that's the hard he enjoys. And for someone else that goes and runs that race or does that kind of stuff, that may not be... It's still hard, but it may not be the hard they enjoy and they challenge themselves in that way. And in Chad dealing with these taxes, this is not the hard that he enjoys. But it it is hard. And so to to deal with that and going back to altering the environment you just got you got to figure it out because it's always going to be a problem you can't just shield yourself from the things that are not the hard that you like to do like you like to grow physically i mean you like to get out and push and do that stuff not many people's not really anybody is going to like growing and figuring out <laughs> how they can accept being robbed but it's something you i mean you just got to deal with it and everybody's mind is going to be different doesn't mean you have to accept it but and you're never going to justify it, but in some way you've got to come to some agreement where you say, I know it's not right. I know I've got to do it. Now is not the time to bucket or act against it. But when the time comes, this is this'll be my stance. Yeah, and you know, I, I, I think it's also for me coming to the realization that there is no permanent solution to this problem. So like if if we did come up with if like all right let's say the entire nation basically the majority of the nation said, you know, all right, this is this is too much, man. Like what like let's let's figure out what's fair. Like really, what well I'm okay with paying a fair amount. All right if it's being used properly to well, a le- to well, who, a legitimate government.
1: Who defines that well, we
0: would have you would have to come up with that as a society, right? Um but good but luck. Say say we all came up with a with and said no no more of this. We've got to restructure this. Well we would restructure it as humans and it would it it might work for a hundred years. it still be flawed. It it might work for for fifty years. It might work for ten years. But eventually human greed and and just us being flawed humans it will creep into the system what? and it will have to be... It has to be... Re, it's almost like it has to be reset every so often. It has to reset. That, that's the best solution that you can have
1: to it. One of my favorite quotes that applies to economics but also to anything is by Thomas Sowell. There are no such thing as solutions, only trade-offs. And I think there's... I think that's brilliant because in in economics, people always want to find the solution to stuff. And I think he hit the nail on the head. There aren't any. Yeah. There's only trade-offs. Yeah. You decide what you'd rather have more. You know what I'm saying? It's, I think that's, I love that quote because it applies to everything. And I mean, this discussion goes back to the submitting to authority discussion.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. It's revolving around the same type of, uh, discussion. Yeah. Well, I told Chili earlier, you know, you through your whole life you can never control what happens to you. Yeah. Things are just going to happen to you. Some of them you're going to like. Some of them you're not. The only thing you control is how you react to those things. So you got to bring it back to yourself and and figure out how how can I and how am I going to react to this thing that's happening to me that I don't like. And because it's gonna happen. I mean, if if it wasn't taxes you were paying, it would be something else. There's always gonna be something in your life that you don't like, and you're like, "This is not right. There's no way this can be right. This is pissing me off. I don't like it." And you can either do something to change it, or you can figure out how to live with it. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and to and to say do something to change it, like we talked about earlier, why I have why I get so pissed about income tax. You know, I mean, start taking steps to figure out how to restructure that. Yeah. I think is, you know, we like you've talked about. You're not just talking about this stuff; you're working on.
0: And and then and then it, the the conflicting part is is if like to to get in a position to to make actual changes to the structure is a life. Well, Time mission.
1: It's a life. Oh yeah.
0: it, it, it will re, it, it will require the lifetime of of many people.
1: Well, I'm not even just talking about running for office. Yeah, yeah. But
0: so so the the, the conflicting part for me as I as I think about it along those terms is, <laughs> yes, I I like I don't like being robbed. Now, if I put the energy into getting in a position to actually reconstruct this system, how much? how much time and energy is that going to take away from my ability to um do the work that Jesus has asked us to do mm-hmm. point people to him yeah and uh and allow him to use me uh, in in order to um you know help people uh find eternal life in relationship with him i think that's i mean that's okay. a good way to put it because Essentially, that's how I am willing to accept it, because I say, yeah, I don't agree with it, but... You told me that yesterday. Yeah. The alternative to not agreeing with it is to do something about it, and you don't have time in your life to do something about everything that you don't like. (laughs) If you say, (laughs) I don't... you gotta pick one thing. You know, I'm not gonna go down a rabbit hole, but we have discussions around church buildings, and how, you know, so you say, well... Start my own church. Well, that's a lot of work. You say I don't like taxes. Well, get into government and change it. And then you say, I don't like how the you know, this is ran. So I'm gonna go get into it and change. You cannot get into everything and change it. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You're right, man. So you gotta say what what has God called you to do? Baptize people. Exactly. And You can get a little more specific in how you're, you know, the people you're going to (laughs) target. But when you do that, that's what you spend your life on, you know. And and the other things you just got to say, man, it is what it is. It's, it's It's another Christian's job to go figure out how to change this. And I need to maybe pray that they figure out and get on the ball doing it because the body can't function if each part isn't doing it. If you're the head, the brain, and you see all this stuff's going wrong, the brain can't scratch the itch over here on the leg itself. It's gotta tell the hand to go do it. Yeah. 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 And, and keep in mind, I have to keep in mind. We win. Yeah. At the in the end, we have already won. We win. Hold on, this is a good
1: spot for me to share.
0: Regardless, we win. Here, here's another part of the Bible that might be hard for you to reconcile with. And the nations were angry and thy wrath is come and the time of the dead that they should be judged, that thou shouldest given reward unto thy servants and the prophets and to the saints and to them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldest destroy them which destroy the earth. We win, son. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can reconcile with the seven seals and the seven trumpets, son. That's victory for me. But and Paul says, if I stay or go, I win. If I stay, I get to win souls for Christ. Yeah. If I die, I'm in His presence. I, I know, Chili. I'm just trying to get get my. I'm trying to get in my head that the victory is mine. It's not an excuse to not do the best we can to achieve uh, a, a, a healthy society while we're here. But I just want to remember the victory is is already sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Ultimately. No, listen. Looking at all the problems of this nation and this world, it just makes you think there's got to be something more than this. Yeah. Like, goodness, this is what we got? I mean, there's got to be something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
0: I got to pee while Blake serves a salad. (laughs) No, this salad's salad's for you. Keep going. No. Talk to us, Chili.
1: Well, there he went.
0: Tell you what, son. That joker, he got to get some things reconciled. Yeah. He got, he got he's sideways gotta, with me yesterday. He's got to
1: get more reconciled than I think he's even letting on.
0: He told me on the phone, he said, Well, Blake, you've got to figure this out. <laughs> That's not just a little bit of money. And I said, son i don't know nothing about taxes and i've just started looking at it in the past few months we've covered a lot of ground
1: yeah well you and, called him he was trying to buy a grill well and you and interrupted his purchase
0: he didn't even he never even used to keep his receipts or nothing i finally he's finally uploading receipts so now that he's in here let me fork <laughs> feed you this salad he called me yesterday, said. Oh, by the way, you know that tax that tax bill's due today, right? Well, let me tell you this. At 3:30, I told That's Chad said you said, "Hey, did you see that email our tax guy sent us?" And he said, "Yeah, I seen it." I thought, "Oh, oh, well good." <laughs> then the day rocks on, and he's not saying nothing about it, which I think that's that's weird. <laughs> and uh, so there's
1: he, no way he's figuring this out.
0: He calls me and is talking about buying the grill. And I said before the conversation's over, I said you seen you know that's due today, don't you? And he said, "What? <laughs> well, Blake, you've got to figure this stuff out." <laughs> hey, hey! When I say I seen an email, that means I just seen it in the inbox. <laughs> you didn't open it. I don't. Any email that says tax anything on it i don't open it well i don't hey, like to i see it in there and i just skim right on by it son gosh but the only emails i open is basic course applicants Look, yeah let me read this to you and i'm not i'm just gonna read it to you and you just tell me what you think Good so gosh this is about uh jim stockdale he what do you know him, Chili? chilly oh yeah he was the highest-ranking United States military officer in the Hanoi Hilton prisoner of war camp during the height of Vietnam War. So this is in the book Good to Great. And they're talking to him about how he basically came out of that, out of that situation. So they say they asked him basically how he made it through and the people that didn't make it through, why didn't they make it? So he said, I never lost faith in the end of the story, he said when I asked him. I never doubted not only that I would get out, but also that I would prevail in the end and to turn and turn the experience into the defining event of my life, which in retrospect I would not trade. So they walk on, they're having this conversation, and he says, well, who didn't make it out? And he says, oh, that's easy, the optimist. And the dude's like, what do you mean? You just told me you didn't have Any doubt that you were going to make it out seems optimistic. And he says, the optimists were the ones who said, we're going to be out by Christmas, and Christmas would come and go. And then they'd say, we're going to be out by Easter, and Easter would come and go, and then Thanksgiving, and then Christmas again, and they died of a broken heart. And he said, this is an important lesson. You must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they might be. To this day, I carry a mental image of Stockdale admonishing the optimist. We're not getting out by Christmas. Deal with it. So I tell you, you're not getting out of paying taxes. Deal with it. <laughs> I say oh, all man. that to say, you know, it. it's interesting how he said the optimist didn't get out because they kept letting themselves down so you and your mind are thinking there's some way that i can get out of paying these taxes and then the next quarterly payment runs comes around and then you get upset about it then you think oh i'm gonna figure it out there's some way I'd, and then the next one comes around, oh. and, and you get let down yeah. and you just said it it doesn't matter we win in the end you got to keep in mind you're not getting out of paying taxes just deal with it well and in the end i win whether i pay taxes or i don't pay taxes Well, let me tell you how this... That that is the reality uh, that we are living in right now. Yeah. Um, Let me tell you how this would work if it was just me. Let me just... (laughs) Because I have come up with a solution. Oh, I already know. If it was just me. This is the way it would work. Only trade-offs. Yeah, this is the (laughs) trade-off. If if it was just me and nobody else was depending on anything, Chad would run... Still do the same things that he does now except he would charge his customer and receive payment only in gold. Gold, bearing the image of Lady Liberty. Gold coinage or gold bricks. That would be the only way that I would receive payment.
1: Yeah, You mentioned this earlier, but we didn't troubleshoot this idea. There's some problems with that.
0: Or what would happen is I would just come down, I, I would just live on the run in the woods running from the tax man and I would just come down every so often when I needed to do good things for the for uh, the people, and I would do them then. And then I would just go back in living in the woods, grew and up, bouncing around. I grew up telling my family. A lot family, of people do that. That's what. That's more likely what would happen. I
1: grew. I grew up telling my family that's how I was going to live. Yeah. I wasn't going to own anything. I wasn't. I didn't need. I didn't need a credit card. I didn't need a bank account. I didn't need a. I didn't need anything. I was just gonna go live and figure it out until I died. Yeah, that's how I said I was gonna live, but I haven't done it yet. When are you gonna tear off into that?
0: Well, I mean, I th- look. <laughs> Blake presented the actual reality that that we live in, and the and the and and that's the way that God can use us the best it is. That's the way we can best be integrated into the world as as a child of God and make the biggest impact. That's the reality of it. I mean, if I started charging gold, if I started receiving only gold in payment for everything that—
1: Nobody would buy nothing.
0: Yeah, I mean, you'd have a few people show up every now and then that said, oh, man, this is pretty cool. Let me figure out how to get some gold <laughs> to pay for this thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it'd be a lot less people show up. <laughs> And then you'd be going down to the grocery store saying, uh, uh, "Do y'all got a conversion rate on uh, how much this steak is for?" Uh, I got some gold here. You got a scale to measure it? <laughs> look, could you imagine pulling out, trying to pay for your groceries with gold, son? You say, "I got two denarii here," and uh,
1: <laughs> they already look at you, look at us like we're crazy.
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean, you
1: pull out gold, they'd really think you're nuts. Yeah. And, and, and you said it's going to have Lady Liberty on it. What's it going to say? Currency by Chad on the bottom? I mean, who, who regulates the currency?
0: All the gold belongs to God. He said all the gold and all the silver is mine.
1: Well, I understand that, but everybody has to have their own personal collection of gold to pay for your stuff.
0: I know. I need to get, yeah. I need to get <laughs> some gold. Um, oh, I told y'all earlier, I told y'all earlier, the Bible here in Revelation chapter 11 verse, this is verse 18 says, and shouldest destroy them, which destroy the earth in the end. All right. That was an interesting thing to me that the people... He specifically calls out the destruction of the people who destroyed the earth in the last days. And I re- I just, this was an interesting commentary here from Henry Morse. The first commandment given to man was to have dominion over the earth and subdue the earth, acting as God's steward for the good of mankind and the glory of God. But instead, men have all but destroyed the earth with wars and greed. The Dominion mandate is still in effect and God's judgment awaits the earth destroyers. Pick up your stinking trash, man. Pick <laughs> up your trash or get destroyed. If you in and if you in something, if you think it's okay to destroy the earth, son, you better stand by.
1: Man, we've hit it all on this one.
0: <laughs> we have. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll wrap it up. We have went way over time here. We're at an hour and 18 minutes. I mean, this is supposed to just be a comms check, but I don't know what I'll title this episode. It's going to be tough. Sexual this... perversion and taxes. That ought to get some <laughs> listens.
1: <laughs> that ought oh, to get man. some listens.
0: Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, we'll be seeing y'all next Wednesday. We'll be talking to y'all next Wednesday Um. Appreciate y'all showing up today, Chili, Blake. Uh, if you guys, we did. Oh, well,
1: I keep showing up.
0: Oh crap! Um,
1: I don't miss one. I just don't perform well.
0: I forgot to tell y'all that. Uh, Spit it out, son. Well, no, I that We just we 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 won't run. We uh, we might do that later. All right. Gosh, sorry about that. <laughs> In the world, what the <laughs> crap? <laughs> All right, guys, this is the 3 of 7 podcast. Enough said.